money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Are you sure you're ready to talk money? I finally answer you straight that I'm ready to talk money and you question me. Well, today's show is is pretty special. It is pretty um, special. And you're going to do, you know, some of the extra talking because we have a special guest and we're going to kind of reverse the roles. So, but I've been I've been encouraged that we need to, you know, do the 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 stuff that we do at the beginning of every oh show, which right. is just summarizing where we've been. And we've been talking for the last number of weeks about prayer and finances. And it is our prayer that it has been encouraging so far up to this point, the, the, the stories, the encouragement to just simply bring your finances into that place of prayer. I know that uh, many times we've, we've had that prayer, oh, Lord, help me. Uh, Lord, we're, you know, those, those uh, cry of the heart prayers. And so those are okay. Those are good. And, and again, if you've missed some of the shows where we've been talking about prayer, go back and listen to them. Morethanenough.ca, chri.ca. They have the, the, the players there. Um, and then if you, you're not downloading it on a podcast, feel free. Any of the podcasting platforms that we have, TuneIn, Google Play, iTunes, all of them, uh, and even Spotify. We're on Spotify as well. So if you listen to a podcast, then you can find Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. There it is. There's the intro. Yes. There it is. We have our, our regular guest with us in Ray Borg from Financial Discipleship Canada. Welcome to the show, Ray. Thank you. And Ray is, this is where we reverse the roles. I know. He's doing the interviews. <laughs> he's, he's asking doing, the questions. Normally, you know, that's Reb's training. If you don't know that, she's a trained journalist. And, and so that's her background and, and what she went to school for. And so... Typically, we let Reb do all the interviewing, and now you're the interviewee. Apparently. You yeah. are the interviewee. <laughs> yeah, Ray, I think Your Ray's going to I know, Ray's going to like this. Put you on the hot spot. Yeah. <laughs> but you have scripture, Dave. You have, you've missed I this. I do have. We're, we're yes. totally reversing all the roles. <laughs> and we're not putting so, scripture at the end. So, so, no, no, but you normally come with the scripture yeah. and, and bring the scripture, yeah, and, and typically it doesn't have anything to do with, <laughs> with money, just throwing that in there. And today, I have a prayer that has no, or a scripture. Okay, some of you listeners need to advocate for me, because like I don't think it's all bad. Anyway, go ahead. Did I say it was bad? No. Just just go, go ahead, read your never word. Quite read the know. word, read the word. Okay. So, um, this prayer doesn't have anything to do with money either, but it does have something to do with prayer. And one of the things that I have, as we've gone through these last number of shows, Maybe it's just me, but the recurring theme in my mind has been we just need to continue to pray without ceasing all the time in every kind of way that we can. Um, and so, of course, when I say that, I, I think of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. And, and that's the simple verse that I wanted to leave with us because that's what Paul writes. Now, to set the stage 
and I won't read the verses, but the verses just previous to that are about arming yourself, building, putting on the armor, the the shield of faith, the you know, getting equipped. And then right after that, I mean, he says, put on salvation as your helmet, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's, that's verse 17. And then verse 18, he says, and pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers and everywhere. And, and when I was reading that, I thought, here it is. That's a lot like what we need, we talk about when we talk about finances, that it's not a one-off deal that you, you know, you can't just pay attention to your finances once every mm-hmm. six months and, and you're good. Mm, no, doesn't work that way. And, and that's the same with prayer is, is as we come before the Lord, that w- it, it's in a sense a discipline. It's something that we do today, but, and we do every day and we maybe do number of times a day and maybe we have some intentional set times. Maybe we have just flow with it prayers where, where it's happening. But the reality is, is that as we come into prayer, it is a rhythm that really just needs to invade all times and all places in in our day um, that we are as paul writes here pray at all times and in every occasion pray without ceasing there's other verses that talk about that and and uh you know how do we do that right and so sometimes it's just you know just a recognition of it's the same thing when we correlate that to money and say well, we have money in our pocket all the time, or we have access to it through through credit. It's something that just is part of the really the ins and outs of our uh, of our daily life. So it's not that big a stretch to say, and maybe I just need to talk to the Lord about pray about when I'm spending money in those different times and places. And so that that's kind of the precursor, the the verse to share. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. So thank you. You're welcome, Ed. <laughs> My pleasure. So, Ray. So, you guys, I'm, it's interesting hearing you talk about prayer, Dave, in the sense of, you know, in our journey with the Lord, you said talking to Father about our finances. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've, we, I think we've talked at various times on the program, you know, sometimes things just don't spin out the way we think they're going to mm-hmm. spin out. Mm-hmm. Or we anticipate things to go in a particular direction, finances to be there, and suddenly there's a hiccup or something has shifted. Mm-hmm. So from from your own personal journey, where have those kind of dialogues gone with the Lord in prayer? Those moments where you've wondered and you come back to Father and ask about your finances. When have been some of those experiences? <laughs> so, over so are, over are, are you, you know, <laughs> Reb, are you going to jump in here and, and uh, start with that? Or, or is that, I mean, so, ladies first. You know? Well, so I, the, the one that comes to my mind, um, so 12 years ago, um, what year is it? It's 2019. I always leave just track of time, but um, so for those of you who don't know, Dave um, used to be an automotive uh, technician and he ran his dad's uh, garage in Winchester. And um, before he became a financial coach, that was the provision of our living. And when he left the family business, um, we were left without direction. We were um, in a place where we didn't know where we were going. And 
actually the verse that was our kind of our theme verse at the time was from Hebrews um, when the Lord's when the Lord talks about Abraham, he says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. And we we at that place were talking to the Lord because we left and we um, had some money, but not much. And we were starting to talk to the Lord, like, what do we do next? Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we, how, you know, how we, I mean, I, I remember specifically going, you know, we knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Lord was calling us out of the family business. And then to, to you know, the normal, I don't know if that's a male thing, a female thing, or if that's just a normal human thing to say, well, of course, if you're moving from somewhere, then God's, of course, going to tell us where we're moving to. And I remember distinctly thinking, oh, in a year from now, it'll be so much better because in a year from now, we're going to know where we're going. We'll have an income. I won't have to worry about how to pay for groceries because we like we had some savings and we were going to have to use those until we got direction because like and that was hard and we talked to the Lord and we worried. I worried. So we have to go back a little bit because... Part of this story was the the we had received some money from uh, an insurance claim months before we actually knew we were going we were to living, be leaving the, leaving yeah. the business. And um, interestingly enough, the discussion around that was is it was a pretty good chunk of money. And oh, it was ten thousand dollars. Let's just yeah. yeah, it was ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and and I was thinking pool in the backyard, some upgrades to to the home. Uh, you know, I mean we. Wonderful, right? So I'm like, woohoo. Now I can honestly say, and I will confess this, that there wasn't a lot of prayer into at that point into it until Reb and I sat down and said, okay, we really should ask the Lord about what to do with this $10,000 because it was totally kind of out of left field. We weren't expecting it. And, and here it is. And so we stuck the money aside. And we, you know what? I don't even think it was an intentional. Let's ask the Lord about I, well, it. It was for me because no, <laughs> I had spent that money three times over already. I, I don't. Re- I I more. Agree- there was a huge stop for me. Yeah, it was no, a big deal. I, I think what ha- for I think we had the discussion in advance. See, this has how your memory goes, but yeah. where where the Lord spoke to us first, mm-hmm. and He said, "Don't do anything with that money. Put it away." So I went to you and I said, I think we really need to consider not doing anything. And then we... See, it's so so interesting how the Lord speaks to different people in different ways. Because as I said... You that were asking. Came, you were asking. See, much I, wasn't, I had spent the I money wasn't. three times over. I knew where it was going. I was just trying to decide which one it was. And my <laughs> attitude in prayer was, Lord, we're going to spend this money. Show me how to spend it. And that was my attitude yeah, in question. prayer. Yeah, very, and I was, I was just, I remember I was just spending time with the Lord. And I, that's, it was out of left field for me. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I was inquiring and he told me. Yeah. So it's very interesting talking about prayer and how God leads you. But anyway, I don't know if that answers your question. About well, then it's interesting. So at some point, how did you come together on how to walk the rest of the journey? So, so I re- because I remember specifically, as I said, I had already spent the money three times over. Like I in his head, in not, my head, not literally. Sorry, it was, in my head, yeah. and and the pause for me then when Reb came and said, you know what, I think we should. 
I think we should just not do anything. We should just stick this into savings. I'm not sure why, but it look it's the Lord's just saying don't spend it. And two things happened in that moment. The first was was it resonated immediately like, yep, that's the right answer. Because again, my question was was Lord, I'm going to spend this money. How do I spend it? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And when Reb said, I think the Lord's saying that we need to just put this in savings immediately. And I re- again, this is quite a long time ago, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. remember specifically going, oh, that resonates. That's the right answer. Like, that is the right answer. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't much discussion after that because I think we were both, well, you have we to, knew that was the right answer. And, and we kind of went, okay. You have to understand, in 2006, we moved to a new home that we that we knew God was leading us to. It was it was a kind of a prophetic spoken, you know, this is a place that's going to be sanctuary for you. So mm-hmm. he was already setting the stage. Then in 2007, a year later, we leave the business without an income. And we're like, what was that for? You just we just moved to a I was going to say, Lord, you moved us, but I mean, you know, we moved to this bigger house, more mortgage, more, more, you know, expenses and all that. And now we're leaving the family business. And, and I learned in that season that I was trusting the bank account and Dave's ability to provide for us. I was not, I had no idea what it meant to trust God completely for, for what we couldn't see mm-hmm. and what we needed. And we had lots of questions like, how do you practically buy groceries when you don't have an income? Like, should you like being eating toast and water? Should you like, I had lots of questions and we walked it out every day. And I asked the Lord a lot of questions. It was, and I remember that $10,000. And that $10,000 became what we lived on, was part of what we lived on that fall in 2007. And and what, what for me was really I guess um, poignant was that the that money I had said when I left the business I knew that I needed healing I knew that I needed to process and to to spend time with the Lord and and so I said before the Lord I'm not even going to write a resume for a couple months like I I just need yeah. to there was there was a lot of anyways there was a long There's journey a lot up of to char- that point character stuff happening right. at the same time right. when yeah, we were yeah. dealing with our practical finances and, and so and we're dealing with that and it was and, messy it was and, messy and you built a shed so a, a farmer had. <laughs> given us a shed shed do you want a shed if you come get it you can so we took it off his land and and that's what dave did for two months Uh, and the point was was that the lord was was gave us ten thousand dollars and put it already in our bank account six months beforehand so that i could and i feel like that so that i could go through the healing i needed to go through and not worry about money and not go, we oh, where are we going to get it? Honestly. We, we did, but we didn't need to. No, right? not, like, well, I look back now yeah, and well. I go, the Lord provided, he provided the income that we needed for those months when I literally just could not, I didn't have the capacity to no, even think did. about generating no. income, right? I mean, right. that was where we were at. And so, so did God bring you to the end of the $10,000 and then there was oh, no yeah. pot to drop from? Yeah, we we had here's the practical part about what we teach. We had some savings, right? And the Lord's like, "Well, I have provided. Go get your savings." And and you know, you're like, <gasps> "That's for retirement." That's for retirement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we didn't have a choice, so we moved along. And then in February 2008, so um, along this time in November, so that was he left the business in September. We lived off for a few months because you know, ten thousand dollars for a household doesn't go very far in no. North America, but it it 
did you know so then we started and we were diligent that we, was I, I think that was yeah, a time where we were really watching because the pennies while, we were making that stretch while we were praying and and asking the lord there's practical things at the same time like that's the challenge about money and god and prayer like there's stuff that he does and intervenes for you and speaks to you about and then there's other things that you have to do and i was trying to figure that out right what what is it look like and and that february he started coaching so so in november he met lynn they she had this vision to start a coaching company and then they develop it together and he starts but we didn't draw an income yet like probably for another that year not very much so in 2008 that february we sit down with the lord and say okay now, he, you had been doing some limousine driving. You had been doing... Well, I've been doing lots it, of things, right? Right, to, right. Just, you know, helping people, doing odd jobs also. And um, we sought the Lord and we actually said, you know, this is a prayer and fasting weekend because we know our money's going to run out in August. If we don't do something different, like what's going to happen? And um, uh, so we prayed and fasted and we asked some of our prayer friends who pray mm-hmm. for us diligently. We asked them to seek the Lord with us. And the word we got was don't do anything different. David can't, can't get distracted from this call because there's this call. So not only was it our personal finances, then Dave's coaching about finances, right? Doing all these great practical things. And he's telling people, go get jobs, do all this. And here we're listening to the Lord and the Lord says, no, this is a calling. You need to trust me. And we're like, oh man. Well, the next day, it was a Monday morning and a friend of ours called and said, so I was praying for you. Oh, you got to back up for one second. Because we did get responses from our, our oh, friends yes. at prayer team. Yes, and, and they said And it this. was so funny because it was almost a 50-50 split. No, it was only one who said, go get a job. And all the others said, no, you need okay. to stay on You remember track. different than I, I do. do. That's okay. I'll trust you. Because <laughs> no, I remember distinctly because it was you know, not that we're a democracy. But I mean, but. it was interesting that um, you solicited your friends mm-hmm. to engage in the journey with you mm-hmm. to confirm or yeah. suggest otherwise. Right. So, I mean, you... And the question you, was... You was the counts of others yeah. in the process We the did, journey. because yeah. we, we The question were, was, though, for us was, is we know the money will run out at this burn rate yeah. this time. And I don't want to wait till that day and then start going, okay, now we're in trouble, right? And he wasn't, he wasn't even thinking, oh, I'm not going to do, like when he, we started more than enough in coaching, he, he actually thought, well, this is a short term thing to help Lynn. He, and we spent many Friday nights <laughs> with him grappling with, what am I doing? I'm a mechanic. Why am I here? What's the per- like point? And all of those things. We had so, there was so much character stuff going on. So we weren't just praying to God for financial, like, yeah, we need money to live. It was like, what is going on inside of us? And he started to unravel all of that at the same time. So anybody who's listening and hearing this story, which we haven't shared too often, uh, you know, if you're on a journey that you're grappling with your finances, there's always other stuff going on there's there's stuff in your heart there's character issues and if you're gonna face your finances you got to face what's going on in your heart it's just why do we think we do a radio show about the heart issues around money because they're connected 
and that that's our own journey that's we were discovering that all those years ago but yes we solicited our friends and and one the one woman said you know what you know you need to provide for your family so whatever that looks like provide well interestingly here's another piece so the next morning so the others are like okay you know, just keep going. Yeah, we don't all understand necessarily, but all we hear is this confirmation. So we're like, okay, Lord. And every time we got into his presence, all we felt that weekend when we were asking was this joy, just joy. Mm-hmm. I I just, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I just read so clearly it was all this joy. And we're just like, we wanted to ask, are you sure? And he's just like, oh, I got this joy for you. I'm, I'm joy filled for you. You are joy to me. Like, this is the Lord's heart for us. And we're like, okay, okay. Like, this is great. But the next morning, we're like, okay, we keep going. We get a phone call from the friend said, how are you doing? We're like, oh, fine. No, how are you in your finances? And we didn't, the Lord had told us, do not share these things with anybody. You have needs. You come to me. Don't go to others. So I'm like, ah. Uh, and she said, well, let me just tell you this. My husband and I were separately praying for you this weekend. And we both felt the Lord speak to our hearts to say that we're to pay for your mortgage the rest of the year. And I started crying. Right. Mm-hmm. That was that. We don't you don't always get an immediate answer. But that was a 24 hour time period. And and this family was coming, and our mortgage was what eleven hundred bucks a month or whatever. And they were they said, "Give us your address. We'll write checks, and here's the rest of your mortgage for the year." And I tell you, as he began to coach, he could then draw some salary from the people that were paying for coaching, and that just took the edge off. It, it made our savings go further. It helped stretch the money that we did take from more than enough. And sometimes I, I look at that and I go, you know, that's the Lord just protecting his sanctuary because that place was sanctuary for us. And it oh, was, oh you know, the, where, we, we, have, live, where yeah. we live, the place and that he had moved us. Yeah. So many times during that, that time and that process, we had said, Lord, we will move. We will give up, you know, this. And, and it is, it's a beautiful place. We still live there. We'll give it up. We, we have no... We know you brought us here, don't know why, and then all of a sudden we're in this thing. Again, all of that journey that was there, and, and we were like, Lord, we'll walk, we'll walk, we'll put it on next week, like, we'll, we'll yeah. sell this place, and, you know, I kept thinking in the back of my hand, well, that's the practical way, then we'd probably realize some money, and we could put that in savings and rent somewhere, <laughs> like, you know, you're figuring it all out, mm-hmm. and then we get to this weekend where literally every time I tried to figure it out, it's like the Lord laughing with me. Like he had that much joy. His joy literally stopped us. And (laughs) it was like, oh, he's not laughing at me, but he is chuckling. (laughs) So what, what truths do you feel during that season? The Lord solidified in your understanding about who he is. That's an easy answer for me because it's Matthew six. It really is. Seek first my kingdom and my righteousness and then you don't need to worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, how you're going to close the kids. Like all of that stuff doesn't matter anymore. Seek first me and then my kingdom. Uh, and, and for me, that was, uh, okay, uh, in, my, in my upbringing, in my own, um, my own journey in terms of faith journey, seeking the Lord I got. But um, for us, the calling at that time was – 
Okay, Lord, that is just a walk every day by faith. This is what it means to seek first your kingdom in our lives and and what that looks like for us. And so, you know, there were a, a good number of verses through in there, but Matthew 6 for me was the, okay, that's where it is. That, that really answers those questions. Okay. What about you, Rebecca? I, I think it's something I'm still learning, unfortunately. I wish, I wish it was a, you know, we always say financial stuff's a journey, um, mm-hmm. but that he's trustworthy, that he cares about the details of our lives. Like, I remember many years ago when we were first married, you know, Dave would say to me, do you, you know, I hear these people praying for all these details. Do you think God really cares? Like, like why would he care about that stuff? Well, we entered a journey where he was directing us every day. Mm-hmm. And if I can live in today and not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough trouble of its own, that he is in charge of my bank account. That he is my, I remember waking up one morning, my kids were little and you're up in the night with them. And and I remember waking in the night with them and the Lord speaking to me about, you know, do you really trust me? Or are you trusting in what's in that bank account? I'm taking you on a journey where you're not going to trust what's in that bank account because you're going to see nothing in the bank account and you're still going to see my provision because provision doesn't come from the bank account or Dave's ability to make money. It comes from me. And, and I think I'm still learning that at you know different layers the word of god says that there's precept upon precept and mm-hmm. sometimes it's like an onion you know um where you just peel it back and you're like oh there's that uh, that's the truth i like i was going through some journals from all those years like over the last 10 years i'm like i'm still learning the same stuff <laughs> surrender <laughs> you know trust i'm like am i ever gonna get this lord maybe you know when i see you i'll get it i don't know i don't know if that encourages anybody just to keep going and that he loves us so much that he yeah. cares to send someone to pay your mortgage what a gift that is mm-hmm. and it goes back to what Doug Sprint said a couple weeks ago and that it is surrender when we surrender and start to grasp that our lives aren't our own anymore as a follower of Christ that it's about what he wants and sometimes we got to suck it up and just do it because that's been our journey too. just obey Mm -hmm. and you put one foot in front of the other and and he takes care of us Yeah, and I mean, as we come to the end of the show, too, just just recognizing that in our journey, and I think this is uh, maybe if you're you're listening in, you can raise a hand. You know, it's not, it's not, um, it's hard. Like these decisions, like uh, I, I I was thinking, it's simple, coming to the Lord, praying and listening to the Lord, and then just doing what He says. That sounds pretty simple. It's kind of like finances: spend less than you make. Pretty simple, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it, the concept is simple, and yet here we are, and and it's difficult. There are so many other things that are thrown into the pot that you know create confusion and and fear and and distrust and and all of these things. And just simply to go, okay, well, you know, sometimes I I grab my my brain and I say the simplicity of of. Matthew 6, Lord, I'm just going to, I don't have the answers to any of that other stuff. So what does it look like to seek you today? What does it look like to seek mm-hmm. your kingdom? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's just where I have to be today. Uh, and so, you know, as we wrap up the show, maybe that's where we leave you. Um, 
the that take a few minutes, grab a journal, a piece of paper, and just sit before the Lord and say, Lord, I want to just seek first your kingdom and your righteousness and, and show me what that looks like today. And in the context of my own life, in the context of, of my finances, and see how the Lord responds, mm-hmm. right? What he says to you. Uh, and so that's our encouragement from all three of us today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you need, again, we've been talking about prayer. And so, Ray, why don't you just pray for a second and, and pray us out? Father, we thank you for our time together in the conversation. Thank you for the testimony of what you have done in Dave and Reb's life, the journey you took them on. And Father, we are all on a journey. Mm -hmm. And as Dave said already, Lord, as we seek your kingdom, as we pursue you to be obedient in all that you ask and speak to us, Lord, that you bring us out into uh, what your word says, wide messes, those broad places and new places to experience you in a whole different way. And Father, we thank you for the privilege and the opportunity and the invitation to journey with you further on in our journeys, including our finances. And we thank you for our time today in Jesus' name. And thanks for being with us again, Ray. And join us next week where we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.